Welcome to Rama for Today. You see, in uh, September, first Saturday of September of 1950, when Jesus appeared to me in that first vision, laid the finger of his right hand upon each one of my hands, and said, Kneel down before me, and I knelt before me, laid my hand on me, and said, I've called. He didn't mean he called me then. He just got through telling me that vision. He called me before his barn. And have anointed. He didn't mean he anointed me then. I'd been anointed to preach for all those years. And then he said, and given thee a special anointing, that's what happened right then, a special anointing to minister to the sick. And then he said, stand up right on your feet. And I stood up on my feet. And he must have talked for 45 minutes about different ways of ministering to the sick and so on, and how this worked. And that's all he talked about was that. Welcome to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, Praying with All Kinds of Prayer, Volume 5 on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. The ninth chapter of Acts, because here is another instance of someone receiving the Holy Ghost. You know the story here in the ninth chapter of Acts about Saul yet breathing out threatenings and slaughter against the disciples of the Lord, went unto the high priest, that's the very first verse of the ninth chapter, and desired of him letters to Damascus to the synagogues, that if he found any of this way, whether they were men or women, he might bring them bound unto Jerusalem. And as he journeyed, he came near Damascus, and suddenly there shined around about him a light from heaven, and he fell to the earth, and heard a voice said unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And he said, Who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. It's hard for thee to kick against the pricks. And he, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what wilt thou have me to do? And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the city, and it shall be told thee what thou must do. And the men which journeyed with him stood speechless, hearing a voice, but seeing no man. And Saul arose from the earth, and when his eyes were opened, he saw no man. But they led him by the hand and brought him into Damascus. So you see, when he saw the Lord there, his eyes were shut, because when his eyes were opened, he saw no man. And he was three days without sight, and neither did he eat nor drink. And there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias. And to him said the Lord in a vision, Ananias. And he said, Behold, I'm here, Lord. And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the street which is called Straight, and inquire in the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarsus. For behold, he prayeth, and has seen in a vision. Now here Saul is having another vision. He saw the Lord out there. He appeared to him and spoke to him. Now he's had another vision. In this vision, a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hand on him that he might receive his sight. Now I want you to follow me, read in that and follow me. Very interesting things here. Then Ananias answered, Lord, I've heard by many of this man, of this man, how much evil he's done to thy saints at Jerusalem. Now, what Ananias is trying to do is trying to tell the Lord he's making a mistake. Did you ever thought he'd missed it? <laughs> you might as well admit it. 
And here he hath authority from the chief priest to bind all that call on thy name. And you want me to go lay hands on him. But the Lord said unto him, now see Ananias, the Lord said to him in a vision. That means he saw the Lord and heard him speak to him. The Lord said unto him, go thy way for he's a chosen vessel unto me. To bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. For I will show him how great things he must suffer for my name's sake. All right. Look at the 17th verse now. And Ananias went in his way and entered into the house and putting his hands on him said, Brother Saul, the Lord even Jesus that appeared unto thee in the way as thou camest has sent me that thou mightest receive thy sight and be filled with the Holy Ghost. Well, now wait a minute. We read back up there, it said, the Lord told him. Start with that 11th verse again. Well, 10th verse, there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias. And to him said the Lord in a vision. That means he saw the Lord and heard him speak. Ananias, he said, behold, I'm here, Lord. The Lord said to him to arise and go into the street, which is called straight and inquire in the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarsus. For behold, he prayeth and has seen in a vision a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hand on him that he might receive his sight. Lord never said one word to him about him laying hands on him he might be filled with the Holy Ghost, did he? Huh? No, that he might receive his sight. And here Ananias is, said, The Lord, even Jesus, that appeared unto thee in the way as thou camest, has sent me that thou mightest receive thy sight and be filled with the Holy Ghost. What in the world does Ananias want to add that to it? The Lord never told him that. Not in the vision, did he? We just got through reading. That you might receive his sight. I never even noticed that. I just read that till the Lord called my attention to it. In December of 1950. Amen. You see, in uh, September, first Saturday of September of 1950, when Jesus appeared to me in that first vision, laid the finger of his right hand upon each one of my hands, and said, kneel down before me, and I knelt before me, laid my hand on me, and said, I've called. He didn't mean he called me then. He just got through telling me that vision. He called me for his barn. And have anointed. He didn't mean he anointed me then. I'd been anointed to preach for all those years. And then he said, and given thee a special anointing, that's what happened right then, a special anointing to minister to the sick. And then he said, stand up right on your feet. And I stood up on my feet. And he must have talked for 45 minutes about different ways of ministering to the sick and so on and how this worked. And that's all he talked about was that. So I immediately began to lay hands on people in a different way. I'd laid hands on the sick as a Baptist boy before he even started pastoring. I'd laid hands on the sick ever since 1934. You see, for 16 years and seen them heal. But now then I began to minister a little different way. And uh, I, I came here to uh, my next revival. That was Saturday night. We closed that revival the next night on Sunday night. And then I came here to Oklahoma and started a revival. 
ran six weeks. Then I went from here down, from here in Oklahoma, you see, to uh, Houston, ran three weeks. Then I came back to, and this happened in Jacksonboro, Texas, and ran three weeks. That run me right up to Christmas time. See? Twelve weeks is about three months, isn't it? And, you know, I had a little time off between each one of them. So, every Friday, right here in Oklahoma, and then there in Houston particularly, every meeting you had, it began to pick up a little bit more. I'd be laying hands on, on the sick, you see, because I, I'd, I'd, I'd give an altar call and send people to the prayer room to be saved and to be filled with the Holy Ghost. And then I'd have what I called a healing line, folks wanting healing. Well, I'd, I'd stand down off the platform. Sometimes if it wasn't very high, we'd bring them up over the platform. But stand down there to the front, from the pulpit, off the platform, and take people one by one. Talk to them. Find out, well, who are you? Well, they'd give you a name. Where do you live? What church are you a member of? Have you been born again? What did you come for? Well, I came for healing. I got this stomach trouble. Well, will you be healed now? And I take some time with each one of them. You get more people healed that way, but you don't have that time if you've got real big crowds. So you go ahead and try your best to prepare them, lay hands on them, and a certain percent of them will get healed. But when you minister like that, I'd get, always get the majority of them healed. Because you understand this, it is a lot of them just did, you didn't minister to right then. They weren't ready for it. You saw it. You can locate people by what they say. Will you be healed now as I lay hands on Well, I sure hope so. Well, you won't be. And I'd talk to them, try to get faith into them. When I couldn't change them into faith, I'd say, well, now you go, you go. I didn't even lay hands on them. You go sit down, come back, give them scripture sometime to read and meditate on. And uh, then, then wait for a while before you come back. But then, folks, you see, that needed healing and also didn't have the baptism of the Holy Ghost, they didn't go to be filled with the Spirit. They got in the healing line. And I never said a word about the Holy Ghost or the baptism of the Holy Ghost or speaking with tongues. And I'd lay hands on them to be healed and they'd start talking in tongues. Now, I don't mean it happened just occasionally. I mean it just happened right along, just regularly. There'd be two or three of them every, every night. Sometime more, sometime less. And the pastor standing right there by me, he'd just reach up and scratch his head and said, they're just standing there talking in tongues. As we say, just talking up a storm in other tongues. And he'd say, that beats anything I've ever seen in my life. Now that lady or that man's a member right here, they've been seeking the Holy Ghost for 15 years. Well, I said the same Holy Ghost that'll heal you, it'll fill you if you'll yield to him. Amen. I mean, it's not two Holy Ghosts. There's a healing Holy Ghost. No, no, it's just one Holy Ghost. I mean, the same one, he, he, he does all of it. Amen. Amen. That's the only way I knew to explain it. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources that will change your life. So visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. I'd like to tell you about this month's special offer. This package consists of the book by Ken Hagen entitled Power Up, Getting Charged with God's Word. The next resource in this package is Lynette Hagen's four-CD series entitled Releasing God's Power Through Prayer. These great resources are at the special price of $21.95. That's $18 off the retail price. Don't delay. 
Call today. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. We have a magazine that we send out every yes. month. How many we send out? That's uh, your deal. It's almost 300,000. Almost yes. 300,000. It's called the Word of Faith. Now, you can get it mailed to you, but the easiest way to get it is to go online to rhema.org, and you can read the Word of Faith magazine online, or you can download it right yes. there on rhema.org. And it is a great magazine. Yes. It always has an article, a timeless teaching from my from dad, dad, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I have an article in there, and you have an article, and Greg will have one in there sometimes, and Denise, yes. and then others. And then we got one special page back there just for the kids. Uh, Denise, uh, my daughter, she's in charge of all of the, the student ministries around here from the time they come into nursery to they graduate from high school. Mm-hmm. And that's just one of her jobs. That's right. And, uh, and she has something back there for the kids. But, hey, you know what? The adults enjoy it. <laughs> they like to, they do, like to do, well. the, do the kids' page as well. That's I've right. heard several of them say so. Yes. But the Word of Faith magazine, it's a great magazine. You have your seed thoughts on there besides mm-hmm. the other articles. And I always have my little blurb heart to heart it actually comes out of some of my devotionals and just different areas comes out of my preaching yes just a little blurb out of one of my sermons it's a great magazine you need to get a hold of easiest way to get it is go online to rhema.org tomorrow on rhema for today we'll continue kenneth e hagan's life-changing message on praying with all kinds of prayer volume five that's tomorrow on rhema for today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.